This is episode 504 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, July 18th, 2018. July 18th? What the hell am I talking It's July 30th. Lose my mind. July 30th. That's what day it is. It is a Monday, though. I got that right. And I got the year right. That's what confused me. I'm like, it's not the 18th on the 18th of the year 18. Whatever. Great start. Great start, Mark. You're doing great. Good job. Pat myself on the back. Uh, so today I'll be talking about Movie Pass and movies not seen with Movie Pass, unrelated to the movie I did not see with Movie Pass because I couldn't see it with Movie Pass. But I'll get into all that later. And some more No Man's Sky, probably, and a smidgen of Jump Gunners, which is a new indie local multiplayer game that is coming out on Xbox One. The August 3rd, and I've been playing a smidgen of it, and I'll be playing more of it, but I'm excited to talk about that a bit. But I want to start with Movie Pass. So, this past Thursday, I believe, there was an outage where the majority of users could not get tickets unless they had a theater that supported e ticketing, which allows you to just, the way e ticketing works with Movie Pass is that you pick a time. And you reserve that time. You don't have to be within 100 yards or anything like that. And then when you get to the theater, instead of going up to the uh, box house, house box, what is it? Whatever it's called, where you get your ticket. I usually use a machine, so I don't remember what those things are called anymore. The box office? Um, to get your ticket, you just go to the person who check, who like tears the tickets and gives you your stub and whatever they dump their ripped part into a little box or a big box um they just scan your phone and then you're good to go but all the other traditional theaters weren't uh supporting movie pass or, or it wasn't possible to use movie pass and get a ticket and it later came out that the reason was movie pass ran out of money and i guess they took out a 6.2 million dollar loan to pay for the tickets and keep themselves afloat for however much longer it's going to be. And then people who wanted to see Mission Impossible, what is it, Fallout, this past weekend weren't able to. And I'm you're still not able to because it's all grayed out. And for whatever reason, that one single movie is unable to be seen. And maybe it's because they expected a lot of people to see that movie in particular. And they're like, we can't afford that. I don't know. Uh, so that really sucks. And their stock uh, it dropped below a dollar, I believe, for the first time in a while, maybe ever. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's not looking good for the future of MoviePass, which was to be expected since the very beginning and the way they've handled their business and not really being uh, consumer-friendly in, in terms of just constantly changing things and taking features away uh, it's it's not a good practice to introduce something then really drop the price to get people to come in and then start removing features and functionality that's not great and then they've shown a lack of commitment when they say we're going to be doing this and then they roll it back and then they do this thing and like i feel like they've at least committed to things now but they've introduced peak pricing in i don't know if it's in all markets but They've introduced it here, at least in the Chicago land area. 
where tickets can cost up to like 483 more which is just it, it's ridiculous when you think about it and start adding up and also this past weekend everything was peak pricing every single showtime even the ones earlier in the morning so they weren't it wasn't the way it is supposed to work where it's like okay if this showtime is selling out and like if there's a lot of demand for this particular showtime then you'll start seeing that it might be peak pricing but it's just no everything and every movie pretty much every movie uh which was shitty as well and i still i hate the fact that you can't see the same movie more than once not that there are often uh or frequent occasions where i want to do that i just like that it's an option that i couldn't do that i can do but you can't do that with movie pass and there are excuses one this that doing this means you'll go out and see other movies we're, we're doing this so that you will you know not just see the same movie but you know get a bigger palette and see this movie and that movie and see something new and also to prevent fraud because i i guess what they're expecting is that people come together and get one movie pass subscription and they're like okay i'll see ant-man today you see ant-man tomorrow then you see it the following day etc etc uh it just one etc needed and i understand that but i also feel like that is such a limited use case that it shouldn't even be a concern because to me in in many situations especially the movies like that where there would be a, a large group of people who want to see them they want to see them together you want to see ant-man with a group you don't want to see it by yourself and then like you see it and then like oh i gotta hold out i can't talk about spoilers until this line of eight people get through our movie pass day after day after day i don't think there are a lot of people who are going to do it that way so i don't it's just it's a stupid thing it's a stupid system it's is never financially uh viable at 10 bucks a month because in many marketplaces one ticket purchase especially in the evening it's already paid for itself so you know and the amc the thing that sucks though is that the amc one is not that bad at 20 bucks a month with three tickets a week and you can reserve them way ahead of time you can use them on imax the doubly stupid sound bullshit that i ha i hate that theater most of all because it just it gets a bunch of horse shit to increase ticket prices then 3ds etc um and you can see the same movie more than once. Uh, it's got a lot of great features. Though the only thing that sucks about it is that it's only AMC's. And sure, the AMC theaters make up a lot of theaters. But for me and my friends, the ones that we go to aren't AMC. There's a small little, it's not an art house theater, but just like a, a tiny little independent theater, uh, the Logan Theater in Logan Square, which I go to. Not an AMC. And then the landmark century cinema i believe it's called down in lakeview in the boys town area which is also not a an, an amc theater so if i did not have movie pass i would really not see movies with my friends and why it's because i'm a cheap ass sure i should not care about the price and i should just want to spend time with my friends but i'd rather spend time with my friends doing something else than seeing a movie if i'm gonna waste 13 dollars on a ticket because that's how much it costs a landmark logan's a bit cheaper 
But Lamar is just like, I, I am too cheap to feel comfortable paying that much when I'm like, oh, I can just wait and buy it on Blu-ray and have it. And if I like it, then I own it and I can watch it multiple times. I don't need to go out to a theater. What if I end up hating it? Then I'm really screwed. That's another benefit to movie pass. If I don't like it, I can just leave and not feel like I'm, I wasted extra money. Um, but yeah, movie passes, it's not looking good for the future of movie pass. And by that, I mean the immediate future. Will it last through August? Will it last to the end of July? Who knows? I don't know. It could be, it could be all kaput before, uh, today is over. So yeah, that's all the movie pass news and other movie related jazz. I've been watching a lot of comedies to see if I actually like these comedies or if maybe I just have them because they were okay and why not just have this comedy and I got a lot of them for like two or three bucks and the quick and simple answer is no I do not like a lot of them so some of the casualties are knocked up neighbors the five-year engagement uh, get them to the Greek some other ones too like uh, just uh, this is 40 so a lot of Apatow ones because I think Judd Apatow can make a really good comedy, but I think it's easy for him to falter as well because it's clear that he started out as a stand-up comic and that he, when writing a movie, writing the screenplay and all that, it comes up with his basic premise like, oh, what about a 40-year-old virgin? And then he just comes up with a bunch of jokes and then tries to frame a story a movie around those jokes i think in the case of the 40 year old virgin it works in knocked up it doesn't it's it's super apparent in knocked up that it's just a bunch of stupid jokes that don't work and the movie and the story doesn't work well enough to make him make it serviceable this is 40 is just kind of miserable this is miserable um, you know, it's like TV shows I still remember liking, and I I think one of his more underrated pictures is Funny People, because I think that actually has a, a solid story and gives a good role to Adam Sandler. But like, oh, I think he did Trainwreck, which I think is terrible. I think that one's really bad. Bridesmaid I think is incredibly overrated. So I'm not a huge Apatow fan. And then Neighbors didn't really do much for me. Get him to the Greek. I remember liking a lot more, but it just has some really great moments. And I think everything with Sean Combs is fantastic. I think he's the scene stealer every time he's on screen. But overall, it's just not that strong of a comedy. But it has some really great moments. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been watching going through comedies now and what have you. I also watched... Uh, I don't remember. The so uh, watching so much means I don't remember anything I'm doing. But uh, No Man's Sky, been playing a hell of a lot, of, a, a lot of that, and I am so deep into it now. It's just it's gonna be it's it's 100% going to take up 100 plus hours of my life in the year 2018, and will it continue in 2019? I don't know. But I am so into it and just, I've been on the same planet for maybe four hours now, 
collecting the the words uh, and interacting with those relic things and and discovering new words finding the drop pods so i can upgrade my exosuit and shooting down sentinels at times which are really annoying because i shoot them down and then they do the whole search thing and i'm running away and everything's fine and then like two seconds away there's like one that just pops up in front of me and starts coming towards me what am i supposed to do in that case i don't know it's bullshit i don't ugh, ugh. I, but i eventually got out of that that hole um also i like i just i love the monotony of it all i love that i feel like i'm just like weirdly on this treadmill of Finding drop pods, increasing my exosuit capacity, uh, digging up this buried treasure that increases my nanomites, uh, nanites uh, currency, uh, so that I can purchase new blueprints or modules and what have you, and finding a lot of the things that give me new equipment or really rare supplies. And I just am in this loop that I just love this shit out of. It's it's my kind of thing. And I'm remembering why I loved it so much years ago, uh, two years ago, you know, uh, on PS4. And I haven't even messed with online or anything at all, and I've never run into anyone. So it's, no one's randomly joined my game or come up upon me. So I think the multiplayer is really just a co-op experience you can have if you want, and not so much a you're going to run into random people who might grief you or whatever. Maybe that can happen. I don't know, but uh, in my like 15, 16 hours of playtime so far, I haven't run into a single other player, which is fine. I'm, I, I don't know if there is a number, but I, I'd be curious about how many planets there are because I, I'm just wondering if you'd ever... like. I don't really care about running into other players while they're playing, but I think it would be cool to... To find a planet that's actually been discovered by someone else, and to see potentially the names they've uh, named their creatures that they've discovered, and maybe find a base of theirs, etc. But I also think if you were to run into someone, uh, given that you're just jumping from these galaxies to galaxies that are within a close vicinity, then that means you could end up in a situation where you get to a point like, okay, now everything's been discovered. How do I make it? I don't know if there is in the game a way to do like a super jump that takes you like it's just galaxies and galaxies away um but i'm in love with the game so far and i don't see that ending anytime soon and i i am looking forward to jumping into my friend rich's game at some point and just seeing what that's like got myself a new ship that i titled uh what did i name it something it's like something de la sausage Puh, i don't know whatever it's a stupid name i saw a real nice ship i wanted but it was like 10 million units i only have five that was disappointing but uh no man's sky is no man's sky you either love it or hate it i don't think there's any in between for that game and i am firmly in the love it camp and then before i get to jump gunners i ever just remember that i played some sea of thieves with my good friend justin for the first time in months finally got his ass to get on and play and we we weren't gonna play yesterday we were gonna play halo 5 but then he quit too many matches and got a timeout so he was like okay instead of waiting we'll just jump in a sea of thieves and we killed some skeletons he died a bunch i never died 
I killed a lot of skeletons, got super drunk a bunch of times, couldn't uh, board up the holes he got from crashing at one point because I was too drunk and vomiting all over the place. And it was a good time. I will say I enjoy playing No Man's Sky by myself more than playing Sea of Thieves with my friend. And that's not because I don't like my friend, but because I think the core experience of No Man's Sky is a better experience than the co-op experience of Sea of Thieves. That's my own personal opinion and my kind of play style and what I want from a game. You know, I, I like that there's there's more stuff to do and discover just organically in No Man's Sky, whereas Sea of Thieves is really just about hanging out. It's a good chat room game, uh, like a Destiny and what have you. But yeah, I got drunk, throwing up, threw up a lot, threw up on him once successfully. I wish I threw up on him more, but I always love throwing up on other players because then their avatar throws up, and it's a grand old time. Uh, and I will never not be just in awe of how incredibly gorgeous that game is. The water especially. The water is just, it is always one of the most beautiful things I see whenever I load up the game. I'm like, oh, God, this really is incredibly gorgeous. And I want a Harvest Moon slash Animal Crossing slash Viva Pinata game mashup in that engine, and I want it now. I want that to be what Rare is working on next. Um, let it be the swan song for the Xbox One generation, or let it be a launch title for Xbox One X2 X-Men United. Whatever. I'm, I'm cool with any of them as long as it happens and of course it's not going to happen why would it happen but jump gunners so jump gunners is a local multiplayer game up to four players you can play against ai in a few different modes and you all start in a match and you all have guns basic guns that shoot like semi-automatic um and there's a lot of recoil so shooting will push you back quite a bit and you could uh, gun jump so you can shoot the ground and it'll push you up uh, so you can get to really high places and the more you do that the higher you go quicker you go and it's very simple you start off in this single screen space and you're just trying to kill each other whoever ends up surviving in the end gets a point and it's I think all usually a, you can do custom game rules uh, first to five wins is first to five rounds uh, winning rounds wins the whole shebang a bang and the the modes that are included are deathmatch team deathmatch capture the flag uh, pretty self-explanatory turkey hunt i believe it's called which is basically duck hunt i don't know if it's called turkey hunt, but it's basically duck hunt where you're shooting birds in the air and there's like a, mon a monkey in a tree that'll come out and laugh at you if you miss both of the birds I don't feel like they look like turkeys, but I guess they were turkeys. Um, and it even uses the same exact noise from uh, audio from Duck Hunt. It sounds literally the same, like it was just taken out of it. So I don't know what that is. That's weird. I like it, but it also feels like, is this okay? Is this an okay thing for you to do? I don't know. You know, but it's like, and, and, the, and the same thing when the monkey laughs is the dog laugh. Um, that's a, that's a decent mode. Uh, and then there's also a horde mode where enemies will just keep spawning and you just have to keep taking them down, which is all right. Um, that one, I, I feel, feel like that one's a bit messy, a bit much with multiple 
characters. I, I find that to be more enjoyable just playing by myself. But did some local multiplayer and it, it's a lot of fun. It's very hectic. Matches will end pretty shortly. And, and if they are, if they do happen to go long, depending on the map that you're currently playing on, then shit will just like airdrops will just come and start fire raining down uh shit all over the place to get the thing ended already but there are some maps that are just like here you're on a you're on this small plank and you're all just really bunched up tightly it's like okay this match is going to end in less than a second and those are like you those usually end up in draws because everyone just kills each other right away and there is no survivor and it's mildly amusing but i find that those get annoying after a while just because they are so pointless and lead to nothing they're they're not particularly fun because they end so quickly but i do i haven't put enough time into it but i i think it's a really solid addition to the local multiplayer um genre the field uh, especially on xbox one which is where i've been playing it because i don't think there is there are as many options there's no tower not not tower of guns uh tower fall was it um and I, I just feel like there aren't that many other than the one that immediately comes to mind, Nidhogg 2, which only recently came out. Uh, Nidhogg 2 is still the the top one for me, but it's also only 1v1. So if you have four people, you, you can't play Nidhogg 2 unless you're doing like a tournament mode. But if you want everyone to play at the same time, then Jump Gunners would be a, a great pickup. And it reminds me quite a bit of rocket ride which i don't know if a lot of people remember from the 360 days it was also on windows phone which i loved playing it on um and it's also on uh, windows 10 in the store and it's currently on sale for two bucks and it reminds me of that because it is pixel art but the recoil feel of it and the kind of look but i think rocket ride had, had a bit more personality and just a bit more f crazy fidelity going on with the way environmental the environments worked and uh destructibility and all that but jump gunner is a lot of fun, and I enjoy the I enjoy the way the guns recoil because it adds a lot of strategy to shooting and the way you shoot and how you can use shooting to help you you maneuver and you keeping in mind that there are these a lot of platform spaces. So if you fall in the the water, you're dead, and you have to be aware of where your character is because if they're close to the edge and you're shooting a bunch and not paying attention, you can fall in the water and then you're dead, uh, and you can keep that in mind when uh messing around with other enemies too uh, there are also grenades that i like because you can throw them and just leave them to detonate on their own but you can also press the grenade button again which is the right bumper and detonate them after you throw them so they're got some uh, multi-use out of them but i definitely i need to put some more time into it to really get uh a handle of everything because I still feel like I'm I'm very very new to the whole uh, thing and and just getting familiar with it and wrapping myself away around the way it works because it, it's it is very hectic and the controls are pretty tight uh, and it just has it just takes uh, getting used to in that or it's just it takes time to really master the way everything works and especially the whole recoil system and being able to uh, gun jump, uh, bullet jump, and all that jazz. Uh, and you could double jump in the game. You can uh, wall jump uh, in, a, in a sense. And the maps are not too bad. 
I'm not sure if they're procedurally generated or not, but some of the maps I really do enjoy. I, I pretty much enjoy all the maps except for the ones that are just, okay, you're on this plank and everyone's going to die right away. Um, but yeah, that is Jump Gunners. It'll be coming out on August 3rd. Uh, I'm not sure how much it costs, but it's it's been a good time so far and I'm looking forward to playing more of it. So... Yeah, and I'll probably talk about it as I do. But um, that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my on list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush 3 The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. And you can find... Both of them on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And I am thinking about finally doing the whole Attack the Backlog podcast, which would basically be me going through my backlog, but also essentially a game club uh, series. So I'm thinking about doing that every other week, and I'm trying to just iron out the details of, okay, every other week, good, right, good. How much time should I say is like the typical amount of play time for that period 10 hours is that decent you know to expect five hours a week uh, or is that too much who knows i don't know um so i can space out games and whatnot and of course there'll be games that are only five like you know four hours long that it's more you know it's, it's a very short amount of time for two weeks but um we'll see how that goes because I already have the art set up, I have the podcast feed set up, and all the details, so all I have to do is actually record an episode and post it, and it'll go to iTunes, it'll do all that jazz, so it's just, it's on me to actually get her done, uh, so that, we'll see how that goes, uh, but in addition to that, I also do some art, and if you want to look at it, you can go over to pxsart.com to check it out, and if you see something that you like, you click the little link at the bottom, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy this site and everything we do, like the podcast, like the art, like the videos, you know, like, you know, over at youtube.com slash sausage, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us with a buck or two a month, or however much you want to uh, contribute to show that you, you like this garbage. Because uh, everyone, you know... Everyone likes garbage. I don't know where I was going with that, but um, I'm going to end the show because I got nothing else to say except I was getting worried because my Xbox 360 wouldn't connect to Xbox Live and I wanted to buy some games in the Ultimate Sale before it's over and doing it through the actual system lets me, one, use my credit, my uh, Microsoft account credit, but also, two, more importantly, I don't get charged tax when I'm buying it through the 360. If I'm buying a 360 game through the Xbox One, I'm getting charged tax. Why does this work out that way? I don't know. Have I talked about this before? Yes, I have. Am I mentioning it again just because I don't... What? Uh huh? Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Did I just have a, a minor stroke right there? Maybe I did. I don't know. Who knows? Are you a doctor? Can you tell? Are you watching the video? I don't know. But if you are, tell me. If I should go see a doctor because I had a stroke, I don't think I had a stroke. But what I do think is that I'm rambling right now. And what I should really be doing is saying, bye.